Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Man Baggage. This is the show where I take my sack full of manly insights and milk it till it is empty. We get asked all the time, why don't men talk about X, Y and Z? And that is where this show came from. Yes, OK, it's slightly in the male mental health space. What's wrong with that? It's long overdue. That's what kills men, a lack of talking, in my opinion. But it's also not too much in the cardigan wearing, would you like another McVitie's biscuit to dip in your tea while we talk about my feelings space? It's somewhere in between. Working class men have a problem and they need banter to unlock their insights. And that's where we sit. Some of it's heavy, some of it's not, but always with an eye on humour. That's how men use WhatsApp. My wife's left me, but here's a goat being wanked off. That is a classic, <laughs> classic WhatsApp exchange from a man. A man who could literally be at the end of his tether. I know I'm feeling suicidal, my wife's left me, but can you send me that funny Arsenal meme first? This is how men operate. This is how I operate. And that is why I'm here with my man sack baggage bulging. So let me grip the shaft of my microphone and begin milking because today we are talking about leadership. And I always have a man whose brain I dive into and make him talk about uncomfortable things. And I always have a female auditor, an incredibly important role because men tend to slip into sexist. Well, you know what women think. And, and it turns out we don't know what women think. So we need always a powerful female voice. And that powerful female voice is Tanya Moore, stand-up Hello. comedian. We were on stage together last night. We've done one podcast together. Poor girl probably thinks I'm stalking her. It's just a matter of time. So I do Tanya Moore's front garden, the documentary, and I'm there with my phone being arrested and the male brain i'm jumping into if you think the mcvitie's biscuit reference was accidental think again uh, i'm joined by jamie lang who hey, also hey, hey. has a book to plug yeah yeah, yeah. got a got um, a book out i bet your ghostwriter must be exhausted because this is oh, his hands freaking out <laughs> What is your book about? Tell oh, us. Do you know what? It's, it's so funny because obviously what we like talking about on this podcast, which I've been on for, is things that guys don't really talk about. And the book is a little bit about that. It's a lot of things that guys don't really talk about. So anxieties, life, stories. It's just everything that you wouldn't normally say as a guy that's put into a book. It's called I Can Explain. What a sweet little pug that was. Is it mixed up with biography as well? Are you talking about your own life a little bit or is it more like a self-help book blended with? Um... It's definitely not a self-help book because I don't think I'm in a position to say, hey, you should do this. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I'm in any position whatsoever. But it's just basically me just talking about things that I've been through and things that have happened to me and anxieties and troubles, and but also really funny stories. And it's just uh, basically a book about a guy 
talking about things that guys don't talk about. That is like perfect reading for anyone who subscribes to Man Baggage, which I will always encourage you to do because we always have fantastic guests just like today. Now, I'm really excited. Today's subject it is divisive. It is gender divisive in a world where, as we know, gender was abolished last year and it is illegal to have a gender now. But for uh, argument purposes, we will use the illegal words man and woman today, even though you could be killed by a Guardian journalist. He <laughs> <laughs> used the word woman in Argos. We had to shoot him. Um, it, you, you know, just quickly, I'm not, whether it, it's so now the in, when you play golf, you have the men's tees and you had the, the ladies tees, you had the women's tees. They're now not called the women's tees. They're called the front tees. Really? Yeah, they had, yeah, they had to and change what, it. And what's happened to the prick tees? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but are the men's tees still the men's tees? But the men's tees are still the men's tees, I think. And the women's tees are just the front tees. It's now the front tees. That's weird. It I find really... that's front weird. tees more offensive than woman tees because front yeah. tees to me sounds like a euphemism for boobs. Just add more tees and have the they tees. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying I fancied her, but her front tees were fantastic. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're sexualizing women more by having exactly. front tees. Yeah, I know. I know. Weird, anyway, but... I want to talk about the subject of leadership today. And it's controversial because we find our leadership roles given to us the second we're bloody born, men and women, in our culture. Sometimes it's thrust upon us by virtue of our economic background. You might come from a less wealthy background like me, and no doubt about it, there's more mums leading families than there are dads on the estate I grew up in. In fact, quite a lot of dad-shaped holes in the wall as where the man ran through it when the baby was three months old to fertilise someone else. <laughs> I, I did have undivorced parents, as did my, my, my mate Dan, but we were like the exception in the group. We had a mum and a dad at home, which is, is sadly the rarity these days. So we see female leadership thrust upon them there. And, in, and then also when we get older, boys are still expected to fill the boardrooms and become prime minister because patriarchy puts us in charge. I'm not convinced these are the best roles. For men and women. And I want to get into that. And I want to start right away with <coughs> COVID. <laughs> have you not noticed, Jamie Lang? It can't be a coincidence yeah. that the leaders that have bossed COVID have been female. Angela Merkel and the, uh, Jacinda Ahern, or, or Jacinda, just get a normal name. Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> no, Jackie, you just get a say normal that, name. <laughs> Jackie, in a, Jackie in New Zealand. No, Jacinda Ahern. I mean, both of them uh, have bossed it. Is yeah. there something about women where they are better at leadership and the ultimate type of leadership is running the whole fucking show of the country? What is it? Yeah, I always think women are much better at managing people. Like men, are, we're like dogs, right? So we're quite good at being told what to do and we're quite good at like one dimensional thinking. We're not good at multitasking. We're not good at like jumping across different things. Women are typically very good at like balancing loads of different things going on. And also you have to remember that women are born, you know, Typically, again, God, I get so scared when I say oh, things. We, we, oh, have, God. I mean, we have to relax. We have to relax in this. We can't relax oh, in God. this. This is a safe space, people. Switch okay, off now good. if you can't handle safe spaces, listeners. Go. <laughs> but women typically, right, are born with a purpose. And the purpose is giving birth. That's what they're born with, right? That's typically, you know, with all things going right and whatever they want. But um, Yeah, we're the only ones so that are not born with like a built-in purpose, are we? <laughs> We've got a stick that points outwards, but it's not a purpose, is it? Having a pointy stick that points outwards. It's not. <laughs> men are built, are born with a purpose. You have to sort of almost discover a purpose. But so women are born with this sort of intent to manage and look after a mother and all these different things. And that's why women are so much better at like running families, running businesses, running you people. I swear to God they are. And um, that's why everyone who's done well in COVID 
are women. And oh, yeah. do you think as well, um, Tanya Moore, that it's a little bit that women are more willing to make, although we've got this sort of stereotype of the nurturing, loving, breastfeeding, baby growing woman, at the same time, they're willing to make more badass, unpopular decisions. The New Zealand Prime Minister was very quick to go, every door shut, no one does, fuck all. Yeah, but it's just someone's eating a bat in Wuhan. Don't give a fuck. I'm your mum. We're going to play it safe. Whereas we had Boris, like, as long as people are liking me, we can afford to lose 200,000 people. (laughs) I think that's the thing. I think men like to have, you know, pats on the back. I think men need pats on the back. They need ego building. They need to be stroked. Whereas women are like, I just want to get the job done and I want to go home. Could not give a shit if you like me or not. And mums are popular for that aren't they they don't they're not your friends they're going to be the ones to tell you the stuff you don't want to hear to tell you to do stuff you don't want to do whereas your dad's going to be like oh don't worry about it babes we'll sort it out later like it's very not that i'm agreeing with jamie that our purpose is to do the one thing but we are born and we do have this instinct this just instinct to just know getting the job done and getting the job properly is better than being liked or more important than being liked that is so true. Men, we we want to get reassurance and liked. Honestly, if I run a bath from my girlfriend, like, did you like it? Was it good? Yeah. yeah. Did you, yes. Was the water good? Great. I'm, I'm not saying you're bad at leadership, but you can't even run a bath. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Done your own joke. Bath, did you? Ran it perfectly for you, didn't I? You need, yeah. <laughs> congratulations on everything. Gearing up halfway through. The bath's half run. I'm wondering if we could have an inter, you know, a review halfway through the bath running just to check if I'm still okay to manage that. You can continue in your role as bath runner. Do you think it? it's all roles as well? I mean, obviously, Cressida Dick at the time of recording, she's the head of the Met Police and she's not very popular. She's made a lot of mistakes, but she's still got more results than the two that came before her. They might not be the results we would want, but even running the old bill. Why have we got such a gap between how many women are running things and how good women are running things? If you look at the boards of British and American and Australian companies, it's still pathetically underpopulated by females. I think if women started running things, men would quickly realise that they're not needed and that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because society would tell you, well, history would tell you that you need men to be at the top of everything. And if men start to show their arse, so to speak, because every guy, every CEO, every business runner, not nine times out of 10, the person who's behind the door, who's behind the scenes helping them is a woman. Their yeah. PA, their s- secretary, all these people that are getting them through their day to day are women. So when you peel back the curtain, you'll find that most of these important men are basically puppets to women. It is a depressing thought, isn't it? I mean, Lindsay didn't believe me the other day, so we actually Googled it, and there's something like a billion sperm in each ejaculation. So literally, it's not a billion. Is it a billion? It's not a billion. If you were to ejaculate into one teaspoon... You could die. You're not needed on the planet anymore. That is a man's... A man's. <laughs> if we say a man's only purpose is to pass his genes on, he could jizz in a teaspoon, then die, and then women could just run stuff. You That's know, how... essentially bees. The moment you sting someone, you just fucking die. <laughs> exactly. There's a thing, I think, also with women, right? Men don't, like, check on each other, right? So we know this, right? Like, okay, really, to get things really morbid for a second, you know more men have died due to suicide yeah. than there have been deaths at war. That's like, right. That, it, it's that's... the number one cause of death, not COVID, not testicular cancer, not pancreatic cancer. If you're a man and you're particularly aged between 35 and 45, which is the point mm. in a man's head where he goes, I'm not fucking Kanye West, oh shit, that's when the shit hits the fan. 
Is yeah. that is that the time? Is that the timing? That, well, they, they, the suicide rate. Jamie's worried. Yeah. I'm getting up there close. When a man, not Kanye West. <laughs> you think about it. If you start to approach your 35th, 40th, and 50th year, you start to think there's more road behind me than there is in front. So whether mm. you're a multi-millionaire, multi-business owner, a stand-up comedian like me, a teacher, a barrister, whatever, that's probably going to be what you are. Probably. Yeah, yeah, Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, yeah. it's complete bullshit. But your head says to you, that's what you're going to be. Now, we know it's bollocks. I'm a reader, as people who look at the videos will see. There's authors on my shelf that wrote their first novel in their 60s and went on to win the Booker Prize. It's bullshit, by the way, lads, if you're listening. You can start a business at 50. You can write a book at 60. There's a million things you can do at 70. It is bullshit. But the chemicals in your brain start to whisper. And that's why we have this problem you're describing, Jamie. And that's why it's such a high risk of death and suicide is this status, this leadership thing. And if men aren't in those roles, there's a drop off in their self-esteem, which can be fatal. That's exactly it. It is. Men, then suddenly you do. You freak out as a man. You feel like you haven't achieved. You suddenly go, hang on, where's my Lamborghini? And where's my house? And you have this blueprint. And you, you just go, it. oh, it's, I've left it in Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, daddy will buy me. A bad example there, Langers. <laughs> Russell, you really got to think about it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, everything relatable. That right. reminds me, I just need to put another few quid on the Ringo parking app. The old Lambers is going to get tagged. <laughs> But it is. But women, right? Women are. We women are much better at looking out for people. Mm-hmm. Men, we don't. We're, we're very straightforward. We go, okay, this, and then actually we go, okay, oh, actually, how's my mate? And so, women in leadership roles are, are typically much better at managing individuals or managing people because they actually care for them. Where men. We don't care for them because we don't think we do care for them. If someone says, do you care for them? We go, oh, yeah, actually, we do care for them. But it's not the forefront yeah. of our mind. Where with women, it is. And yeah. that's why they do things for the best interest for others, where men typically don't do that with self. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And some of the big businesses we see, Tanya Moore, we look at the very, very most high-profile ones. I don't know, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Apple, Steve Jobs, RIP, and, and of course, Bill Gates as well. Yeah. Now, they are the leaders by virtue of their 
creativity, mm. not necessarily their ability to lead. I'm not saying women are less creative than men. That's obviously not true. But boys, we practice showing off more because we want to get laid. There's nothing genetically wrong with women that's not to be creative, but a more man. Should. So I think we should separate out creativity and leadership. Just because I'm really good and have created this cane computer doesn't mean I'm the right guy to run the company. I should sit to the side. I don't believe that they are as creative as, I mean, all of them in their creative spaces and in their come up have had wives. Wives who will stroke their egos whenever <laughs> they do one little bit and say, what do you think of this, babes? What do you think of this, babes? What you... Now, the wives are not getting any credit for these ideas and all these things that they're giving to these men during this, this creative process. The men get all the credit for, we've got a whole apple. And I'm sure, I'm very sure he didn't sit down and do that himself. No. I'm sure Bezos didn't do Amazon by himself. No. I'm sure there was a woman somewhere in the back, half oh, naked in the bed, she... after shit sex session, Giving him pointers yep. on how to make it better and how to make I it think visible like the, to everybody. She's the fifth richest woman in the world now, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, so, right, justice was served, Tanya, saying. don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, she saying, got like, like 50 bill, whatever. Exactly. Like, like, Jamie, when you're going through making your different sweets and stuff, yeah. I'm sure you say to your missus, Keith, what do you think of this, babe? What do yeah, you think? for sure. And right? also, you ask women to make decisions for you. But I think the reason is why men typically are sort of leaders in the business world is because men are so driven by cash. We're so, mm. dri we're driven, like men are typically driven by like sex, money, and and really like not yeah. good things. No, and if you're on a lad strip in Latvia, the two are the same. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah, men are, dri <laughs> yeah, hookers and money. <laughs> we're out of budget. <laughs> <laughs> that's your but one it's, Gary it's true and actually what women do typically again is that women uh, want to find a balance between work life and family life that's what they want to find so you want to find a balance men don't care about that men who are very driven and, mm. and running these big businesses psychopaths. they care about Let's psychopaths yeah. yeah they care about one thing and it's making money and how much money they can make and it's a number to them this has been yeah. studied women do indeed have more participative styles in studies they found a gender difference women adopted participative styles of leadership and were more transformational leaders than men so in other mm. words it's exactly what Jamie said they're checking in and it is can be a crafty way of getting stuff out of the team if you're not checking in and linking with the team and transforming and growing people ultimately it's only so far you can go on your own that maybe is why they turn out to be better leaders and of course it's just a shame the society is set up it seems to stop women getting to the top as much as they should do you want to hear a really scary statistic okay yeah. i'll give you this to you so um basic so 13 per one three percent of americans like their job so they wake up in the morning and they go, wow. I love, yeah, one, three. I like what I do. So they wake up That's and That's just it. Kanye and his mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <'Cause> he's on tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So 30% of Americans, then 65% of Americans do something called sleep working, which is basically where they just get up in the morning and they just do it. They just do a job. And that's it. And it's called sleepworking. And then you've got 22% of Americans who are actually depressed or anxious uh, going to work. And something like 42% of Americans or 32% of Americans have a negative impact on the business. It's, it's crazy. These that's statistics. a large number. Uh, yes. It's a massive number. People generally just don't like working. And so when people actually do like the 13%, they're like so driven to make things a success because it's all they have in their life.
Does that make any sense? Wow, yes. yes. Something yeah. in between would be nice, wouldn't it? I quite enjoy working. I'm relatively <laughs> yeah. driven and I love my family. It's, it's, wow. People never want to hear the boring truth that the solution to happiness is somewhere in the middle. It's the same with diet. Is it 100% carb? Is it 100% fat? Do you know what? It's a medium mm. amount of shit, a moderate amount of the time. Fuck off. Yes. yes. <laughs> that I can get behind that. <laughs> Why can't we balance anything, though, as humans? Why can't we find balance? Like, Two hours anything. exercise a day or nothing. That's your options. <laughs> yeah. No, probably probably a moderate amount of movement every day and you'll lead a long and happy life. Now, fuck off yeah. and stop being a bellend online. Yeah. I don't want to see your avocado <laughs> shake blocked. Okay, let's move on to relationships. Now, we've got real oh, problems. we got problems here with uh, gender stereotypes. First of all, let's all state our relationships because our listeners may be new to any one of us. I am married to a human female and we live under the same roof. Jamie, at the moment, Moment. Which heiress are you dating? <laughs> yeah, I'm in a relationship too. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> and I am single as a Pringle. So you're single? Yes. What? Come on. Surely people are sliding into your DMs or something like that. Jamie, I need them to be of your echelon, my friend. Where are your friends? <laughs> Send them my way. <laughs> They're all wankers. You don't want <laughs> Would you be banned from like dating people that are from different biscuit families? Would it be like Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> are, you, are you like, yeah, yeah. I, I saw a. D- you are from Cadbury, as I am from McVitie. We must meet. We must meet by the chocolate fountain and never let our parents know. Has anyone seen Prince Jamie? <laughs> Could you imagine if you were banging like the Cadbury's chick? I yeah, yeah, hate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a disaster. And how would you raise the kids? These are Cadbury's. Like, what's gonna uh. happen? So Tanya's single, Jamie's attached, or, or sorry, linked in a marriage arrangement, as he would say. Um, I, I'm married to my boss, wife. Uh, and that joke's signal, really, because we've got this phrase in our country, I'm assuming Americans and Australians have it as well, which is about wearing the trousers. It's a horrific mm. phrase. It's one of the most old school sexist things you could say. Because even if you try and spin it positively, it's still like the gender. Women have been wearing trousers, I think, for about 150 years now. So it's so like such a pathetic image. But it always does seem to be the case that if I was to put, a, we won't be that so cruel. But if I was to give you any couples now, you'd straight away go, yep, them, yep, them. Like if I say Harry or Meghan, who's wearing the trousers, we've got an answer in our head. We don't have to say it, yes, but we've got an answer in our away. head. Straight then away. we've got an answer. Yeah. If you spent enough time with me and my wife, you would have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think this is, can be split 50-50 if you run through your friends. This is one world where I think that males and females are equally represented. We will use the phrase wearing the trousers, but we're using it, listeners, ironically, to snatch the power back from it. Tanya, are you a trouser wearer in a relationship, metaphorically or not? Do you know what? It depends on the man. Some men come and you have to wear the trousers and some men come and you don't have to wear the trousers. So you're sort of trouser fluid. Oh, that sounded wrong, didn't it? I'm very trouser. I like that word. I'm very trouser fluid. It depends on, on, on the guy. I prefer when the trousers are worn equally, but sometimes you have to take it. You have to take over. And sometimes you just... You don't have God. to take over. But what about this yeah. uncomfortable stereotype? We have spoken about this on the show before. It's nothing controversial of the powerful, outspoken woman. Do you find yeah. yourself forced into that role or cast in that role sometimes when actually you want to be sort of the laid back, quiet, led woman? Not in relationships. Do you know when I'm cast into that role mm-hmm. from other women? Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Talk us through that. Because that's you being put in a leadership role in a female group that you don't want to be in. 
Yeah, literally. That's so I will have, in, especially in this um, industry, there are preconceived notions about who you should be and what you should do and what roles you should have. When deep down, that's not what I want or who I am or where I'm coming from. You know, it's just an assumption. But men normally, I think men normally approach me if they already have a solid pair of trousers on. Because some people find me intimidating anyway. So if you don't wear trousers, you're not going to yeah. come and talk Maybe to me. Maybe wear two pairs if you're going to chat you up. <laughs> I mean, I, I, would, I would advise. I would advise. Shit, sorry, guys. Hold on, my doorbell. Look, I've already got Jamie going. Jamie's so run off. He's so excited by that image, Tanya. He's ran, he's ran off. Hey, listen, this is a bigger podcast. To a lot of our listeners, there's going to be absolute shock there that Jamie Lang opens his own door. I mean, I feel like that's like, <laughs> that is like a heat headline of how far you must have tumbled down. No bell. No one with a Lithuanian accent running to attend to the <laughs> to the buzzer. Mr. Jamie, there is someone at the. Thank you, Svetlana. I'm in the in the middle of a broadcast. Not Svetlana. I'm in the middle of a broadcast. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to take a break there. Uh, we'll be back with more man baggage leadership discussions in part two. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 